Hey everybody, welcome back to another exciting episode of Coco and Dolls. We're your one-stop pop culture shop. We review all the streaming movies and TV shows on Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Disney+. We're real people bringing you real reviews. Har har. Yeah. And today's real review is the newish Netflix action movie Project Power, or if you're Canadian like Dolls, Project Power. So you totally stole my line. I was going to say that. Um, I was going to interpret it for my peeps. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, do you want to start over again? I'm not Coco. I'm not Daltz. And so today's episode, as Coco so eloquently put it, Project Power. <laughs> you can say project and I'll say project. How's that? Okay. Tomato, tomato. Right. As we go along, because we're going to reference the title of this movie several times. <laughs> Are we, though? As we do, usually, <laughs> during a review. So in this uh, Netflix uh, special deal, Jamie Foxx. I'm going to read it in a movie voice. Oh, okay. Jamie Foxx. In a world. In a world where Jamie Foxx is chasing his daughter. <laughs> There's a superpower for pills. No, wait a minute. I screwed that up already. <laughs> so we do need to start over. Right. So Jamie Foxx <laughs> is a guy, he's an ex-soldier who's been betrayed See, I slipped right back into it again. You did. Um, and he's hunting for his daughter who has been kidnapped by ne'er-do-wells. <laughs> and, and, or maybe the government, I'm not sure. And so in this takes place in New Orleans. Uh, so there's a lot of subtext underneath that, as you might un, uh, understand, uh, about the man keeping people down, keeping the people down. And so Jamie Foxx is trying to find his daughter who has been kidnapped by these people. And so the drug on the streets is like a superpower drug. And you take it and you don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be amazing. Because Sort drug, of like drugs in general, I guess. The drug gives you weird superpowers. But like, not specific to, like not the whole same superpower for everybody right like one guy is bulletproof and one guy is able to vaporize people and things and and another guy is the human torch right and one girl is able to bring things back to life so it's different what, superpowers for different people what would be your superpower if you took a pill i'd like to be able to get a full eight hours of sleep every <laughs> night like restful <laughs> sleep every night if i could you know take a pill and have that be my superpower i'd be so freaking happy that's that's very modest it's a very modest goal <laughs> what's your superpower oh i can sleep on a dime <laughs> yeah, totally. they call me narcolip man <laughs> they call me the human dog because i can just my head is i'm asleep before my head hits the pillow so i scratch behind your ears and then you're out that sounds good yeah i think my superpower would be eat as many cookies as possible but without having a heart attack oh okay i was gonna say but you already do that but but the heart attack part but that hasn't happened yet so knock on our studio door here <laughs> so uh there's a lot of uh back and forth uh jamie fox we don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy joseph gordon levitt he being uh the skinny guy from inception and also uh the Third Rock from the Sun. Third Rock from the Sun with John Lithgow. Right? Yeah. So, uh, and he's great. I like him and everything he's in. He was in 500 Days of Summer, which is a nice romantic comedy. And uh, as a great soundtrack too. He was good. He's the cop. For some uh, unknown reason is wearing a, a New Orleans Saints jersey through the entire movie. <laughs> 
And I don't know if that's, I said to you at one point during the movie, Coco is like, why the Jersey? And you're like, well, maybe he's undercover. And it's like, well, yeah, I guess that could be it. But he still looked like a cop. <laughs> like carrying his gun and his badge hanging out on, on a necklace around his, his neck. It's like, yeah, that's, I don't understand that. So there's a lot of action in this one. There's a lot of gore in this one. This yeah. is a Netflix special. So, uh, you know, it's like uh, the ones we've seen before, Old Guard mm-hmm. and uh, Extraction. Annihilation. Well, yeah, <laughs> Extraction. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, they're all kind of blending one into the other after a while. <laughs> and But I like this one more than I like some of the other ones. Really? Because it was very, it was ingeniously done. Like, so you take a pill and you get a superpower. And the fact that the government was testing this out on people and it wasn't really like this is a total reality based reaction to me. It's like somebody develops a drug, they're going to find the poorest place to test it out in. It's like MK is, Ultra, sort of. I don't know what that is. Okay. Um, and so they took it to New Orleans, which is sort of down in, in, on its luck these days. It's poor and black, so the government doesn't care about it. Right. Well, that's the perceived yeah. uh, storyline there. And, Hi, Katrina. And uh, it was completely believable. Like it's an unbelievable premise, and they made it believable. And they. Um, did a lot of things that I thought were true to form. Uh, there were a lot of, there were a lot of, you know, battle scenes, but the battle scenes weren't traditionally filmed. There was one battle scene where we saw, we saw the battle scenes sort of from an inside a frozen cage. That was pretty cool. I liked that scene. That was that really was, cool. Yeah. That was a unique perspective on just what could have been a typical Jamie Foxx's shooting and knifing people. Right action scene i really like that too because it was everything was was sort of uh muffled like all the explosions and everything uh like that and people getting thrown up against this glass the shatterproof glass and meanwhile the the woman in the foreground was struggling with uh existentialism and uh trying to survive because she had taken a pill and i won't spoil what she what happens to her but you can probably guess because she's not a star and she was wearing a red (laughs) star trek jersey (laughs) Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so I've been talking a lot, Coco. What did you think of this uh, action-packed flick on Netflix? It was Project fine. Power. It was. It was fine. It was. I. I think it's probably going to be pretty forgettable. Um, <laughs> it's not. It's. It's very similar to, like you said, the other Netflix action movies we've seen, uh, The Old Guard, Extraction, maybe to a lesser extent, Spencer Confidential. Mm-hmm. Like it's. It's not written by the same people, and it doesn't have the same source material. Because the old guard was based on comic books, and I don't believe this was based on outside material. Right. I think this is just like an original uh, screenplay. But yeah, I mean, it was it was fine. I was entertained for the one hour and fifty three minutes that it was on. But I thought Jamie Fox did a really good job. Um, he he brought a lot of like gravity to the role like you believed him as the dad you believed him as the sort of vigilante ex-soldier hunting down the purveyors of these drugs trying to find his child Mm -hmm. joseph gordon levitt did a good job like is he a good cop is he a bad cop like you said like you weren't really too sure like well he kind of skirts the line of playing by the rules versus not uh the there was a young girl who helped out both Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Jamie Foxx. Robin, played by... Dominique Fishback. Yeah, she did a really good job. I enjoyed her. Uh, I'm I'm sad that Courtney B. Vance was wasted. <laughs> he was cast as like a police chief of the uh, New Orleans PD. Dalton and I actually had a conversation about a half hour into the movie where I said, you don't cast somebody of Courtney B. Vance's stature and caliber 
if he's not going to play a big role in the movie. So I totally thought that he was going to turn out to be like a double agent cop. And you think he's a cop, but it turns out he's the one who's actually running the drugs in New Orleans because they don't know where the drugs came from. And he turned out to not be necessarily on the up and up, but he wasn't. <laughs> like James Cromwell and L.A. Confidential, who was like the mm-hmm. main bad guy. And he was gone after the first 15 or 20 minutes of the movie. So I'm like, that was like an easy payday for him. Right. Like he came in and he did one day of shooting and then he was out of there. And so I and was kind of a waste, too, because yeah. I was looking forward. I After we had that conversation, I was thinking, oh, that would be good if he comes back into this because yeah. he's so good. Yeah, totally. And he's the police chief and there's nerdy whales everywhere. So maybe he's involved. So, yeah, I was I was disappointed that we, you know, spoiler alert, that we didn't see much of him in the rest of the movie. Yeah, because he was fantastic in Law and Order Criminal Intent. He was really good in a movie on Netflix a couple months ago. I think it was called Uncorked. We reviewed it. So please go back in our archive and yes. find that review if you missed it. So, yeah, he's good in everything he does. So I was disappointed that we didn't see more of him. Also disappointed that we did not see more of Machine Gun Kelly, who (laughs) played one of the druggies who is an original test subject for the power pill. For some reason, I'm obsessed with Machine Gun Kelly. So Or... uh... Perhaps we should. <laughs> or as Dalt think he's, thinks he's called Shotgun Tommy. <laughs> I, you know, all these weapons are all the same. Right. So, so it was, it was fine. It was, I didn't love it. It was what it was. I, there were good performances and the premise was interesting, yeah. but it's just like every other action flick we've seen from Netflix for the past couple months. So where do you rank this among Old Guard, Extraction, and... Uh, well, in this one, in the Project Power. I'd say this is my least favorite of the three. Of the three, yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't hate it, but if I were giving it a letter grade, I'd give it like, eh, B- minus at best. Maybe in the C range, probably. I liked it because it was original in its execution and its idea, like I said, uh, the premise. Um, and it wasn't just typical smash em up. Like, there was some pretty gory scenes in there, yeah. and they were pretty gratuitous at points. Um, the other reason I liked it uh, is... I was glad to see Jamie Foxx again. Yeah. I haven't seen him in much lately. I know he's been doing other things, but I haven't been drawn to those projects that uh, he's been doing. But maybe Project Power, I was... Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That's how much we liked it. We can't even remember the name. It's kind of got an anonymous name. Yeah, it totally does. What is that? I don't know. It's not very intimidating either. No. It's like, well, we're going back to school, so let's do a project on power. Oh, okay. (laughs) What's going to happen? We're going to draw line graphs. It's going to be an exciting movie. So maybe like, you know, the magic pill or pill of destruction. (laughs) Or something like that. But, of course, Jamie Foxx, best known for uh, his work on Mad TV. (laughs) No. (laughs) I can't say that with a straight face. You can't see it, listener, but I'm shaking my head adults right now. So Ray is probably the best known. He was fantastic in that. Uh, Collateral and many, many other movies that you, I'm sure, will be familiar with. I mean, he's Jamie Foxx. He's been around for 30 years. Yeah, exactly. And uh, one of my, and uh, he was in Baby Driver, which was a great movie. Um, I loved uh, him in Miami Vice, even though it was not Miami Vice, the movie, even though that was not a very gripping version of that uh, TV series. Daltz is the only person who has seen the Miami Vice movie who no. did not actually review it for a publication <laughs> upon its release. Wait, what? Because we didn't have the podcast back then. Oh, so. yeah, right. So uh, 
it was it was good to see Jamie Foxx again, and I liked uh, the chemistry that he had with Dominique Fishback. Yeah, that was really good. She and so she is this uh, sort of uh, she's a an urban youth, I guess you could say, is is the stereotypical categorization and her mother she lives with her mother who is sick and she needs to buy pills and stuff like that for her she's going to school but she's not really invested in school and she is actually uh, a real driver of this story she takes a lot of action there's one of the things i've seen a lot of these newer movies which i'm really encouraged by because i have two young daughters is it that the girl who is in it is taking charge and not being the damsel in distress? Mm-hmm. So in the in the one of the climactic scenes in the ship, uh, Dominique Fishback, who plays Robin, is really um, an equal player in the rescue of of Jamie Fox and everything like that. So they're all playing equal parts, which is great because it's not you don't want to portray. Even though I'm not going to let my daughter see this because it's completely gruesome. <laughs> And violence is never good, um, but uh, there, it's good to have role models like this, where you have somebody who's taking charge and on equal footing and can hold her own. Like she had a rap game that was unbelievable, <laughs> and uh, it, that, so that was really encouraging. I liked that part of this movie too. It wasn't just another um, oh little girl gets kidnapped kind of thing, and and then she's standing over in the corner while the shrieking. big guys, yeah, like for example. Lethal Weapon, as you know, listener, I'm always holding that up as an example in the canon here. But the daughter, when she gets kidnapped, and she's just like shrieking and shrieking, and she's just awful. And so things have changed, and I'm glad that the movies are reflecting the change. You know what didn't change in the movie? Oh, what? The day. This this is like the longest day in the history of the world. I was noticing that when we were watching the movie. Like at the beginning of the movie, when Rodrigo Santoro brings the power pills to New Orleans and there's this gang of druggy youths and including shotgun Tommy. And he's like, here, take these pills. Tell me what you think. That was clearly earlier, but all the main action happened in like one day. Cause right. Jamie, overnight too. Right? Yeah. Like Jamie Foxx goes to find machine gun Kelly and then he steals machine gun Kelly's phone and texts Robin. And then Robin goes to meet him up at the, at the normal site she meets Machine Gun Kelly at, and it's her phone specifically says 808. It's clearly PM, and there's no breaks for the rest of the night. Like, everything else happens that one night. And then somehow later than that, they're in downtown New Orleans, <laughs> and there's a Saints game. Right. But I can't tell if it was like Sunday night football, and the which it obviously I don't think was because they were in school earlier that day. So maybe it was Monday night football, but the game just because the game just got over, but it was eight oh eight earlier. So right. how are all these people downtown? And it's at night. And it's at night. So and then after that, there's the battle and the tank that you can see like Jamie Foxx through, and then after that they get kidnapped and they're taken to a ship, and that's <laughs> you know running out of like the port of New Orleans or whatever. And I'm like. This is the longest night ever. Like, <laughs> this is like 24, where time has like no meaning whatsoever. I was like, I this is completely unrealistic. One and, of the many unrealistic things in this movie. And you're right, too. Like, when the movie is over uh, and the ship is sailing away or whatever it is, there's no sunrise, right? Yeah, uh, maybe. Like, is there even like a even bright light coming from the horizon? I don't know. Well, the ship is still... They escape from the ship in the night. 
but then, then later the, there's like cop ships, the like, coast guards, yeah. sneaking up on them. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I, I don't know if that was, it, but there was, it That's was good daybreak, anyways. I don't know. That's so, a good point. So, listener, be careful and don't think that this takes place over many, many years. Right. This isn't Jamie Fox is building a case against the government for drugs, and he's putting it together painstakingly to have an airtight case. Like no, it's this like is, a Law and Order, right? Totally. This is just. It's like I'm out of here, right? And well, there is at the end there, uh, after the climax and the resolution is 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 filming out, then panning out, then there is the scene between Jamie Fox and Joseph Gordon Levitt, where one of them says, "Do you think this is over?" And then Jamie <laughs> Fox is like, "I'm. It's over for me," or something like that. Yeah. So to me, it was like just like at the end of the Old Guard, where we thought. Oh, they're setting up for a sequel or a mm-hmm. series or something like that. So don't be surprised if something else comes of this one. If, if the reaction is good enough. Yeah. I think they're also kind of protecting themselves with these uh, projects. And if like, if it doesn't fly, then we're not going to make another one. But if it does right. fly, we'll make another one. Yeah, totally. Because we can't come up with any original ideas. <laughs> well, we like, this does seem to be an original screenplay. So at least yeah. the germ of the idea was original, but Yeah, and that's my point is yeah. if you get one that's yeah, original, turn it into a franchise. Yeah, like let's yeah. keep doing it. Like I thought it was really interesting that the the, the pill thing, you didn't know what was going to happen. The guy was going to be mm-hmm. the human torture, he was going to turn into a rhinoceros horn or whatever it was that he was going to do. Yeah. And some of them were completely unbelievable. It looked painful. I don't know if I'd want to take a superpower pill. Right. That's why I just want to take a nap. Yeah, so so you want a different kind of pill. I think those pills are actually readily available. I know. I should just call my doctor. Right. Like, I got a tetanus shot yesterday on demand, so why not get some sleeping pills, too? You could probably do that. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's I, in the time of COVID, they're not questioning anything. They're like, you need a tetanus shot? All right, get in here. Boom. Just get in here and get out of here. Yeah, exactly. Don't touch anything. <laughs> Here's some pills. <laughs> Sleep well. <laughs> Here's a bucket of pills. Go away. Right, totally. So, uh, shell casings or pills, I guess. How many pills would you rank this one? Oh, well, I already said I gave it a letter grade, so... Yeah, but we were doing... We usually don't do letter grades. I know, but I'll mix it up this time. Are you pl- you're proving difficult? Is yes. today Tuesday? I'm a woman, so... Um, so I would say one and a half pills up. Wow. For this one. Okay. Because I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was original. Uh, the acting was good, too. Like, yeah. I didn't... I didn't. Uh, I mean, we, we tend to review these movies and not spend a lot of time on the acting mm-hmm. on these kind of action movies but the acting was good i mean we got <laughs> jamie fox in there it's gonna be right good. you've got an oscar winner in there you've right. got uh joseph gordon levitt and courtney b vance even though he was completely wasted so and and the kid was really good too wasted as in his talent was wasted not he was hammered not he so. was on the drugs <laughs> right, totally. that he was trying to chase down yeah. like, hey man it's all up to you yeah. <laughs> can, can you score me some more stuff yeah no that's shotgun tommy <laughs> that's shotgun tommy <laughs> shotgun tommy also wasted also known as machine gun kelly right it was in dirt Yes. That we saw and yeah, did not which, review. Yeah, which we unfortunately did not review. Yeah. So, so okay. So we're a mixed bag on this one, listener. So maybe watch it. Maybe don't watch it. Yeah. Eventually, we're going to watch like a movie that will be, you know, wandering down the beach and there'll be conversations. And eventually, we're going to be not watching shoot 'em ups anymore because we're going to run out of them. <laughs> I... I said to Dalts last night, I was like, you're you're not a fan of like all these action movies we've been watching. And here we are watching another action movie. Like, oh, <laughs> well, that's sorry because, about that. Like, oh. Well, that's because if I suggest a non-action movie, you're like, no, you can watch that one on your own. And I was like, but, well, then there's not a podcast in there. <laughs> 
Well, what's Coco? What's Dolts Without Coco? I didn't even know what Project Power was. Like, I'd heard of it, but I didn't know what it was. So I was like, what's it about? And he told me, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, I can watch that. Jamie so, Foxx. Yeah. yeah, so next time I'll pick one that'll be like Poetry in the Garden starring. <laughs> no, see, now you like the the Ivory Merchant movies, which are yeah, I do. not shoot 'em ups. And you don't like those. And so. I don't like those. Yeah. So, so. somewhere in the middle, there's got to be like a. Uh, high fidelity or something like that that'll come back yeah we should just watch like uh puppies puppies frolicking on screen <laughs> well see herbie uh, goes to monte carlo you didn't want to watch that oh, so. that's true yeah we'll find something we'll find something i yeah. mean we've got enough time to look around <laughs> that's true we're not doing anything else <laughs> <laughs> so coco do you want to take us out of here yes i do if you enjoyed today's podcast please subscribe and listen on whichever platform you do those things on we are available <laughs> on apple podcasts Spotify, Pandora, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, YouTube, Ghana. So if you are in India or have friends or family members on the Indian subcontinent, please let them know that we are available on Ghana. Hala to Ghana. <laughs> I don't. I hope I didn't offend anybody by just saying that. Maybe we should cut that out. Yeah, probably. And also IMDb. I believe our second and third seasons are on IMDb. Still to come with the first, but you can find that on YouTube or on whichever platform I just mentioned. We will also be coming to uh, Amazon and Audible. We'll be offering podcasts, hopefully in the near future. We'll be coming to that, so keep your eyes out on that. In the meantime, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Our handles are Coco and Daltz for both. Please follow us on both. Please send us DMs. Let us know what you want to hear us review in the future, what you think of the podcast. You can also email us those things at cocoandalts at gmail.com. And you can find us on the interwebs at cocoandalts.com. We are reviewing other things that we are not reviewing on the podcast there like books and music and i recently relaunched the buzz blog yeah which has sort of my reactions to entertainment news and celebrity gossip that adults does not care about but <laughs> believe it or not even in pandemic times even though we just said we're not doing a whole lot i'm actually pretty busy so i don't have a whole lot of time <laughs> to write a lot of stuff so it's not like oh your breaking news is going to be right here it's just kind of like eh Check back for something in a couple of days and I'll get around to writing it. And Coco has a very good style, listener. So you want to uh, read that as much as possible. You have to say that. I do, but uh, you're not offering me any money under the table as we speak. <laughs> That's so. true. Just paying your phone bill and your <laughs> Net- medical bill. Yeah, your Netflix bill and your Disney Plus bill. And, right. Yeah. Right. But you're okay. paying the mortgage, so you're you're coming out ahead. This might be too much detail for listener. <laughs> So on that note, we will wrap things up. Thank you. Music's playing, okay. Thank you for listening for another episode. I'm not Daltz. And I'm not Coco.